talk them anytime you want at your virtue restaurant. Welcome back, humans. Welcome to your virtue restaurant. If you have not listened to the intro that I have done for this series, I encourage you to go ahead and do that if you'd like. If not, I'm just going to give you a quick intro again here in this episode. What I've decided to do for this series is focus in on a prayer that St. Catherine of Siena wrote in which she uses the analogy table, food, and waiter to describe the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So she says the Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, are table, food, and waiter for us, the church. It's a curious little analogy that she uses that might strike people as just plain odd, but there is some depth of wisdom in this analogy that I wanted to dig into, and I'd like to take that quirkiness, that weirdness of it, and turn that into something fun. So I've decided that jumping off of that analogy, I am going to take every virtue that's treated in the dialogue of Catherine of Siena and make that into a meal or a dish. So each episode is going to focus on one meal, aka one virtue, and we're just going to see what God said to Catherine in the dialogue and see how that applies to us today. So, to start in this episode, I'm just going to explain this table food and waiter analogy before we get into the virtues. So, let's go ahead and start. I have this book I have read from on this podcast before. It's titled Passion for Truth, Compassion for Humanity. It is a collected spiritual writings of St. Catherine of Siena was edited by Mary O'Driscoll. If you would like to get yourself a copy of this book, I recommend it. So in this book, there are prayers that Catherine has written, had written, however you want to say that. One of the prayers is titled, Your Greatness is Everywhere. And Catherine is just ecstatic about the fact that she sees the greatness of God, of the triune God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the three-person God, she sees the greatness of this God all over the place. And she's just ecstatic about it. She starts this prayer by saying, Oh, fire ever blazing! The soul who comes to know herself in you finds your greatness wherever she turns. Even in the tiniest things, in people... And in all created things, for in all of them she sees your power and wisdom and clemency. For if you had not been powerful, knowing, and willing, you would not have created them. So that gives you a little taste. She's just blown away by the fact that God's greatness is everywhere she looks. She continues in this state for quite some time in this prayer. It's kind of a long prayer. And then she gets to the point where she says... I shall strip myself of my stinking garment. She's talking about sin. And by the light of most holy faith, I shall contemplate myself in you. She's talking to God. She's saying, I will contemplate myself in you, God. 
and I shall clothe myself in your eternal will. And by this light I shall come to know that you, eternal trinity, are table and food and waiter for us. You, eternal father, are the table that offers us as food the lamb, your only begotten son. He is the most exquisite of foods for us, both in his teaching, which nourishes us in your will, and in the sacrament that we receive in holy communion, which feeds and strengthens us, while we are pilgrim travelers in this life. And the Holy Spirit is indeed a waiter for us, for he serves us his teaching, by enlightening our mind's eye with it, and inspiring us to follow it. And he serves us charity for our neighbors, and hunger to have as our food souls, and the salvation of the whole world for the Father's honor. So, Catherine's talking about seeing the greatness of God everywhere. Now, Catherine of Siena is from a little place called Italy, particularly Siena. At the time she lived, Italy was divided up into city-states, and she was from Siena, which is in the Tuscan area. It's kind of central Italy. Now, if you know anything about Italians, you know they love food. They love to eat. So, Catherine, living in Italy, I'm sure she saw restaurants all over the place. She saw people eating. Everything was about food. Every celebration. Everything. Everything was about food. So, looking around herself, she sees the glory and greatness of God in this reality. And not just in people going to a restaurant or gathering together in someone's home to eat, but she sees it particularly in the church. Going to Mass and receiving the sacrament, she says. Holy Communion. Going to Mass and receiving that, she sees as a restaurant, almost. As us being fed the lamb with God as our table that we're eating the lamb on, and the Holy Spirit serving the food to us, helping us to understand it. It's fascinating stuff. But I'm going to pause right there on that, because we need to go to a break for a message from my sponsor, but we'll be right back. And we're back. So I paused, talking about the Trinity being table, food, and waiter. That's what I've been talking about the whole episode. But one thing that's very important to understand that is a fundamental understanding in order for you to understand all of what Catherine teaches is that the sacrament she talks about, receiving Jesus in Holy Communion, Catherine in no way, shape, or form believed that Jesus was only symbolically present. Absolutely not. She believed with her entire being that Jesus is present body, blood, soul, and divinity in that host. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He is really, truly present in that sacrament. When you receive communion, you are eating Jesus. That's what she believes. And you have to understand that to understand 
all of this, everything that she says and everything that she experienced. You have to understand that. So, when she says that Jesus is the food, she says he's food in the sacrament and Holy Communion, and she also says he's food in his teaching, which nourishes us in your will, speaking to God. So, Jesus' teaching nourishes us to do the will of God. These we call virtues, the doing of the will of God. We have a nice little name for those. They're called virtues. A virtue is a habit of life. It's something you do on a daily basis. In every situation, you practice a particular way of doing things. We call those virtues. And that's what Jesus is ultimately teaching us, is virtue. So that's why I am going to go through each one of the virtues that is treated in the dialogue. Because Catherine is talking to God in the dialogue. And she's not just talking to God the Father. She's talking to the triune God. That's another thing we have to remember. When she's talking to God, she means Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay, so God offers us Jesus teaching and his body as food. It's bifold. It's not just the sacrament that we receive, and it's not just the teaching, what Jesus preached and how he lived. It's both. And the Holy Spirit is the one who enlightens our minds to understand what Jesus said and did. And it's the Holy Spirit that inspires us to follow it, a.k.a. virtue. The Holy Spirit spurs us on. The Holy Spirit enlivens the desire. And the Holy Spirit helps us to grow in virtue. So remember, the doing of God's will, the doing of what Jesus told us to do, is virtue. It's good to understand in your mind intellectually what Jesus taught, but it's better to do it. So that is what we're going to focus on in the next episodes, this entire series, each one of those virtues. How do we live what Jesus taught us? How do we not only eat him, but we become like him? And we do and live the way that he lived. Okay, so... I hope sincerely that you are excited about this series and that you will come back for the next one. So I'll give you a little preview of just exactly what virtue I'm going to cover in the next episode. I'm going to do these in alphabetical order. That might seem kind of boring, but when I went into the index in the dialogue, it's in alphabetical order. I went there to find all the virtues and where they're treated, and I have to do it in alphabetical order. just makes sense. So, next episode, we are going to focus on charity. That's our first virtue. That is a theological virtue. Huh? comes directly from God. So, I hope that you tune in next week where we focus on charity and we eat this virtue at our virtue restaurant. Have a very, very blessed day. Thank you.
y'all come back now, you hear?